How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Between February 1692 and May 1693, more than 200 people were accused of witchcraft in Salem, Massachusetts. By the end of the Salem witch trials, the Massachusetts Bay Colony had executed 14 women, 5 men, and 2 dogs. My name is Blair. And I'm Carly. This is Girl Historians. The Salem Witch Files. Ahoy! Ugh, welcome to Girl Historians. Hi! Hi! It's weird because we don't have to say our names, but I'm Carly. I'm Blair. Just so you can associate. We'll just it's say helpful. it again, just in case. I think it's helpful. What? And one of us might start implementing a new nickname. Have you ever oh. had a nickname? Like, do you have a nickname well, that people call you? Carly is a nickname. Yeah, you know, every time you send me an e-transfer, and it's I'm from Caroline Thorne, because my, my legal Christian name is Caroline Thorne, and I go by Carly... Um, because Carly's my mother's maiden name. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's honestly gorgeous. But I always think about that because I actually, when I was a kid, I really hated the name Caroline. Um, and now I think it's beautiful. I really like Caroline's the name. Caroline's a gorgeous yeah, name. Yeah. So, but I'm always I like, oh, it. maybe I should switch back. But it's like, I've locked Caroline. in. But I've like locked in. You've locked in Carly. To, no, exactly. Like, what? it's just not going to happen. I could do that thing that like. Anne Hathaway does where she's like Annie Hathaway or whatever. Annie Hathaway. That's her like like she goes by Annie Hathaway. Annie Hathaway. Whoa, I didn't but know. But I that. think when she was joining SAG, there was already an Anne Hathaway in the system, presumably Shakespeare's oh, yeah. wife. <laughs> That's like um Michael J. Fox. There was a Michael Fox in SAG. Yeah. And so he had to be Michael J. Fox. Yeah. 
I had an Uber driver the other day whose name was John W. Legend. Incredible. And I was like, that <laughs> sucks, man. Oh, that's too bad. Your name is John Legend. And then surely John Legend's actual name isn't Legend. Like, surely he's doing it as a stage name. And you're like, well, fuck me. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's that's too bad. Yeah. No, um, do you have a nickname? So I have, uh, my parents really explicitly named me and my sister names that could not be nicknamed. They didn't want so, it. Yeah, I'm Blair and my sister's Brooke because they, I guess, both had nicknames. Like my mom's Janice and she, um, oh, like I don't Janny know, she hated Janice and Jan. only went by Jan. My dad was David and he hates Dave and he only goes by David. So I guess they both had hangups about nicknames. And so anytime someone's tried to give me a nickname, it's just been bad. Like a lot of people would be like, Bear, which was just insulting. I always took that as an insult. I was like, don't even nickname. You're just removing a a letter. You're You're just removing a name. Some people call me B, which was fine. Yeah, B is cute. B is fine. The only nickname that's ever stuck with me is is Shanda Blair, which is my Instagram handle. Yeah. Which is um, because when I was in first year university, I was obsessed with the song Chandelier by Sia. I love that song. I'm really dating myself. I was no, I was obsessed with that song in like grade 12. Like I was literally obsessed with that. I was always like, so good. Can we please play Chandelier right now? No, and I I needed it. I knew the dance that Maddie Ziegler did. One, two, three, drink. drink. Yeah, it's a great song. I knew that whole thing. I didn't know that that's what it was. Yeah, I I know. I feel like I'm explaining my origin story right now. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, Chandelier by seeing my friend, my next door neighbor, Ryan, in residence, started calling me Chandelier, and then I made it my uh, handle, and then it became my um, work nickname at the pub I worked at. Um, and, uh, now no one calls me it, but so it's just kind of this like outdated thing that lives on my Instagram, but it's iconic. It's forever kept there. I hate Carl. Carl. I really hate Carl. <laughs> Carl's. I had a friend also who, when Twilight was very big, would call me Carlisle because that's the dad's Carlo. name, but I think that's fine. Oh, in but middle I school because of Twilight, like um, one of my friends called me Alice for two years. Even though it's not really your name No, at it's all. not my name at all. It's just straight up being, uh, it's a Twilight character name. She's a good, but she's a good character. I'll, of all the characters, especially at like 12 or 13 or whatever age I was, 14, yeah. that was the character I wanted to be associated oh, with. Oh, I, I feel the exact same way. Even now I'm like, she's, if, uh, first of all, if like Twilight was made now, even though Stephanie Meyer, I think is heavily Christian. Is she? I, is she I think she's like Mormon or some shit like that. Wasn't People, she always Mormon? Yeah. But if it was made now and it wasn't made by her, I feel like they would make Alice gay. A lesbian. Yeah. Well, she's giving lesbian. Yeah. She's like, she's seen Heartstopper. <laughs> has he seen Heartstopper? <laughs> has he, you know. Has he seen? Has he seen? Has Heartstopper? He, Heartstopper? Is he? Is he Heartstopper? Is he Heartstopper? One of the kids from Heartstopper is um in the new cast of Sweeney Todd with Aaron Tveit and oh Sutton Foster. Oh my God. And that cast is so Fucking crazy! That's it's nuts. like the original cast. Sorry, Aaron Tuve is doing Sweeney yes, and it's a Todd. whole fucking That's, thing because oh Sweeney is a baritone and Aaron's a tenor. Yeah, he's and a fake. He's, I'm alive. I'm right behind you. It's the last midnight. No, that's the, that's the witch, right? <laughs> You're just singing anything. <laughs> no, what is he, what does he go? Oh, yeah, that's how. What does he sing in Sweeney Todd? Oh. These are yes, my yes, friends. Yes. See how they glisten. These are my friends. That's gonna be Aaron Tveit. Yeah, my sister glisten. very specifically like Aaron Tveit is her like enemy. Like she hates him because she hates Moulin Rouge. And speak on it. 
She always it. sends me little clips from Moulin Rouge, <laughs> which is like if a jukebox musical with modern music. So awesome. just like speaking of chandelier, like she sent me literally a clip last night and it's the old man character literally being like, one, two, three, one, two, three, drink. What? what? Like they sing like modern ass songs and okay. Aaron Tveit's in that. So by extension, because Moulin Rouge is her enemy, Aaron Tveit <laughs> is her enemy. Um, I'm going to come out as having no, I've no cultural knowledge of Moulin Rouge. No, I didn't either, but there's a lot of fangirls out there. They do. No, the girls love it. And the costumes seem cute. But it's, it's not good. I, I know Aaron TV from next to normal. Yeah. When he had that grip. I don't even everything. know what I really know him from, but I just know him from being like the Broadway guy. He was also Angera in Les Mis yeah, the movie. Yeah, I think that's probably what I know him from most. But I saw Sweeney Todd on Broadway with Josh Groban because my mother Ugh, would gorgeous. truly like murder my father if she had a chance with Josh <laughs> Groban. Like it's not even funny. He was phenomenal, but it was Josh Groban, Annalie Ashford, and Gaten Matarazzo was the kid. Oh, I love that. And he was actually really good. I, I was, believe it. I was worried about him, not because I, I know he's like a Broadway kid, but I was just like, He's obviously like kind of like a stunt cast or whatever, right? Yeah, but casting anyone good. from Stranger Things That's what I'm anything saying. Is, is a crazy um, thing to do right now. Annalie Ashford had COVID, so the woman who we saw was the lead from Diana the Musical, and she was fucking phenomenal. She oh, was amazing. the understudy. But it was really, really great. And the new cast, even though I love Sutton Foster, I've and I've been in Sutton Foster's corner in a way that I think like <laughs> a lot of people now are like overrated. And I'm like, rated. Yeah. Correctly rated. Correctly. Correctly. I love Anything Goes. Um, I love Cole Porter in general, one of our greatest closeted singer-songwriters. And isn't that just Broadway? It is. All it of is. the great it's closeted like, men of history. No, it truly is. In they're like, one they're song like, can book. you believe that this guy's closeted? And you're like, yes. yes. <laughs> He's, yeah. He looks gay. <laughs> He's got gay face. He does. He's, He's got gay face and he wrote tie. songs for women. Yeah, yeah. he was for obsessed years with Broadway and years. divas. <laughs> He's dressed like Blaine from Glee. <laughs> Like, yeah, I can believe it. Yeah, it's like him sitting on a piano, like, hugging another man. And, like, it's like, oh, could you believe this like guy was gay? like his wife took this photo. And you're yeah. like, yeah, she's a lesbian. <laughs> For sure. They were in a lavender marriage. Honestly, I kind of think that, like, do you ever, I can't remember if I've talked about this before, but, like, some of the strongest couples I've ever met are straight up, like, gay man and a lesbian together. No, I 100, I was thinking, I literally was thinking about this the other day because I, I don't know if it was with you, but we were talking about how a lot of times, like, soulmates in your life, um, like, would be your romantic partner, but, like, they just came to you either at a point in which, like, yes. you're already in a relationship or, like, your sexualities don't match up. Mm -hmm. Where I think I, honest to God, obviously it'd be bad because it'd be, like, the 50s that I would be closeted and my life would be bad. <laughs> but, like, I really think I could have thrived, I could thrive and allow under marriage. Oh, easily. Like, honestly, I even think about, the way I think about, like, romantic relationships and the way I think about marriage, I think are very different in the way that, like, I really would love to get married to just, like, share the like, space. Like, a bestie yes. who's an amazing roommate. Whereas, I think that's like, a very femme point of view. I yeah. don't know. I don't. I can't speak for men, but or, but I think it's actually more of like a queer woman point of view of like. Yeah, I have I a lot a of friends bit. who are very straight, and their whole thing is like it's love and all. Like we're sharing, we're sharing a life together and building a life. And I'm like, my brain is just compartmentalizes life as like phases of like. I never get when people are so anxious about long term relationships because it's just like things change and life yeah. goes on. Like nothing, no choice you make is forever. Yes. Where I'm like, I could just like truly chill with a bestie. Yeah. And be very fulfilled in my long-term life. Yeah. I know I I, I do. Yeah. Again, I would never trust say. trust and romance don't like go hand No, in they're hand. so different. Yes. But no, I do think I feel the same way. I obviously don't want to live in a time where there's homophobia, but, but I do think I would strive <laughs> like just being married to a gay man and us both having I our like covert men. Like I love life. gay men. I love gay men. I really, really do. Like it's, Yeah. 
Well, it's, it's also like a sense of community too. I think when you're queer that like, it's, you just kind of find, I feel like it's, you know, like you flag other people as like that person's safe and it's comforting. Yeah. It's like a relationship. You know? It's just like a relationship. You don't really get gay man in and woman. You just don't really get that dynamic in any other relationship mm-hmm. of just like, just silly, no attraction, just vibes moment. But like, I do, but I do think I, like, like when I met yeah. your friend, Jeff, I met him for one second and then you're like, Hey, like, do you know what I mean? Like you just like, there's just a shared language. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And Jeff's such a real one in the way that he's such a social chameleon. Jeff, if you're listening to this, took him to a party where he knew no one and (laughs) could not find him all night. He was just like made more friends. I was my friends at the party and he left with knowing more people than I did. Yeah. But it's just that kind of like you learn those kind of social skills too, right? But I do think that there are some couples that I know where I'm like, there's one couple in particular, I won't name them out of respect, but I'm like fully a lesbian, fully a gay man. And I think they're both like pretty openly bisexual. Like I don't think they're like gonna really need to against eventually this. have you name the name. Obviously oh, not 100%. now, but I'm going to have to know who this is. <laughs> there's a couple of different people. But like I really think I'm well, like, oh yeah. all of oh, the yeah. best like kind of leftist straight relationships look like a lesbian and a gay yeah, man. Yeah, 100%. Like, if you're, it's if like you a lesbian and gay man, they're in love. Yes. And they have like weird sex. Exactly. That's and the it's, iconic. It's the future like, libs want. Awesome. And, and it's the future libs deserve no 100% like whenever people are like do you think that your boyfriend is gay or like not like that but some people are like you know like <laughs> I thought Reese was gay or whatever I'm like thank you yeah thank you he's not smelly mm-hmm. and angry all the time mm-hmm. oh thank you it's <laughs> thank literally you so about much. like oh well you think I'm a bitch well bitches are dogs and dogs, dogs bark, and bark and barks, barks on, on trees. trees and trees nature and nature is beautiful so thanks you just call yeah, me beautiful yeah it's like to be thought of as a gay man is the highest compliment oh it really is in the world yeah it really is. Well, now we're finally seeing kind of like young gay men thrive in a post-AIDS crisis world. So yeah. it's really just like we get to just see some beautiful things happen. I'm excited. In a post-Heartstopper world, really, post which is more, which is more world. emblematic. Can I say? Heartstopper did more for the gay community than the AIDS crisis. Well, I guess probably. Well, yeah, because, probably, yes. Carly. Yes, I, did I think, think most things did more for the gay community than the AIDS crisis. Not Christianity. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. AIDS beats Christianity for things done that's, for the queer community. <laughs> I know. That's really nasty. I shouldn't have said that. I didn't mean to, but I did. It was very funny, though. Yes. That was content. Just so everyone knows, so they can get a vibe. It's the end of January. Um, we're all depressed. Oh, everyone yeah. in the house is depressed. How are you doing? I've been better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing Real? okay today, actually. But like, just my brain is burnt. Like, you know what yes. it feels like your brain is like a, a burnt out socket. And like the all of your senses have just been like overrun. So mm-hmm. it's like I get cranky really fast or upset really fast. And when I go out and talk to people, it's like my battery drains immediately. That's kind of where I'm at. I feel you. What is like your base? Because I know for me, my I feel like everyone has like one negative emotion that they always default to. And yeah. mine is frustration. Yes. So if I have any sort of like if I'm doing bad or I'm burnt out or anything, I get frustrated so easily. Whereas like I feel like other people will get like more sad. I don't get sad. I definitely feel like I, I almost want to describe it as like crabby. Yeah. Where it's not necessarily frustrated, but it's like angry at other people in a judgmental way. <laughs> where it's not like I'm like judging life choices, but if somebody like crosses a boundary with me, I'll be like, that's really fucked up. Yeah. And they should know not to do that. Like, why are you texting why me about this right now? Why would they do that? They, they know and they're being annoying. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But okay. 
I hope so you're taking where care of yourself. I hope you're taking care of yourself. <laughs> it's January is just a weird month too. It is. And I feel like in past years, I have always complained about January's being really depressing and there being nothing to do. But my January's actually been really busy. Yes. And I so I feel like it's almost like my brain is short circuiting, kind of being like, why do I have things to do right now? Yes. I really enjoyed the first half of January when it was more chill for me. And mm-hmm. now I'm finding it tough. It's I like, too much. Want, I always know I've reached my threshold when I'm like, I need to start slow living and simple living and I've got to move off the grid. Like I need to move to a small town away from everything. I was looking at rent in other like small Canadian cities and was very, very upset. I know. That's how I'm, yeah, I'm just like, I want to do that. I always, I'm like, I'm going to, because I just like, the thought of being perceived is a lot. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to quit the internet, which one day I will. Like, I'm just going to say that right now. (laughs) Like there's just one day. I'm just not going to be online anymore. Not soon, but eventually. Yeah. And Well, when the grid falls. No, exactly. And we no longer have access to the net. (laughs) I would love that. I know that my career would be done, but it'd be like so good in the long run. Be good for my brain. That's what I'm saying. Like I would give up my job if it meant that my life was better. Do you know how like they used to like stop broadcasting TV at 11 p.m.? We should do that with the internet. I feel like we should do that with the (gasps) internet. You know what I mean? You're like galaxy braining right now. Like I just feel like we need slightly more restrictions. Yes. Not like restrictions in like a a big brother 1984 way, but like- We don't need it all the time. You know what I mean? Like I- I, oh, yeah. I got to get I, our spring rolls. Oh, yeah. They were cooling off. And then we'll okay. talk about the Salem Witch Trials. Yeah, And we also have Witch's Brew. Oh, my God. Can we open our Witch's Wait, Brew? Wait, I need Rob to explain what the fuck it is. Yes, please, because I'm so confused. It's an energy drink. Rob had sent a picture of this to yes. the group chat. And we Where were like, did you find this, Rob? This was at uh, Circle K, which is like the Canadian 7-Eleven. I love Circle that. K. I used to always get a drip coffee from Circle K first year university after I was doing a one night stand. Where I had like come in eye at the Circle K, <laughs> getting a coffee. Oh, this was it's so funny that I one like nightstand. Yeah, like, was, was enough that you were like, "This is my routine." Well, yeah, because like just like you there was one, one around my house ish, so it'd be like on my way home, oh. I'd always stop after yeah, yeah, like yeah. fucking, and I fucked. Um, but like, it's so funny thinking about stuff like that and being like, "Why was I so depressed first year?" I'm like, "That's a nightmarish thing yeah. to ever repeat." No, but it's true. I feel Why like would I do that? You're in the trenches, like more than anyone tells you from like ages 19 until the day you turn 23. No. And then you're like, why would I, then it's just like your brain like clicks into place and you go mm-hmm. like, I, why would I do something that makes me feel bad? I feel like it's just kind of like, not like a glamorous time, but I feel like it's such a fun time in your life to be like, you no longer, like a lot of time you're not living at home. Like you're like a adult for the first no time. No res- responsibilities. Yeah. And like, there are a lot of fun things that happen from 19 to like 23. But then once you turn 23 years old, you're I remember just, like, oh my God. just being like, oh God, that was terrible. What the fuck was going on? (laughs) Okay, so this is, it's high caffeine content, not recommended for those under 14, pregnant, or breastfeeding. Well, I'm under 14, pregnant, and breastfeeding, so I can't do it. (laughs) So that sucks. I've always been kind of mad that you can't just breastfeed whenever you feel like it. Yeah. You have to, like, make sure the milk is good for your baby? Oh, I mean, just, like, now. Oh, you have milk now? Like, why can't I milk myself and my friends? (laughs) I'm just saying. Anyways. It just seems like no, I we understand. should be able to milk each other. Yeah. 
It does feel that way. Okay, we're not allowed to have more than one per day of witch's brew energy drink. So it's just an energy drink, Rob. It's like what it is, but it's witch's brew. Did you get it just for yourself? Like you just were like, oh, I'll have a witch's brew today. Yeah, I I, I need to be pumped full of caffeine to like even function. So I tend to drink a lot of low calorie energy drinks. This is a company that I found in Los Angeles and then they just started appearing now. And I like them, but I don't think you will like them. Okay, good to know. Well, it is vegan and gluten-free. It's got a ton of vitamins. It's got a ton of B12. I know. 104% of your daily need of B12. Yeah, this is kind of crazy. Okay, so let's take this. This is Witch's Brew, and then we're going to talk. Today's episode is about witchcraft. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, Oh, God. (laughs) Um, For those not visual viewers, I've broken all my nails off. So um, things are hard. Her for like me. fake nails, not her regular nails. Uh, some of the regular nails came off too. I just realized I had fun. Oh, having that's really good. Fake that's nails. like that's a, a tasty Red Bull. It's like, have you ever had one of those Red Bulls that um, is mixed with coffee? Those are delicious. I've never had that because I think I think that would kill a and, human. No, for sure. I had it and I was like, I need to like forget that this exists because I'm gonna end my life. Okay, yeah. so today's episode. Um, it's about witchcraft. However, I will preface with that throughout the course of this research, it just kind of turned into, I think, a bigger topic. So I decided to focus in on just um, kind of like the history of how witchcraft was perceived leading up to the Salem trials. Because I think for me, at least, it was a lot of kind of interesting context to just how things got to the way they were. Totally. And it's like helpful to know when somebody's accused of being a witch, like, What's going on? What they mean. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I just want to shout out this website that I was using as a source, which is really cool, called girlmuseum.org. Love. And I think they have a podcast too, but they were really fun. I really enjoyed reading their website because they basically do, um, like, it's an online museum where they uh, put out, like, exhibits of stuff that's, like, history pertaining to girls. Wow. Which I was like, or like, or like any museum stuff. Like us, but this is but the thing. Realer. It felt very like kindred spirit of like yeah. they're doing for real what we're doing, kind of jokingly. <laughs> so I wanted to shout them out. If you as, want some more real stuff, I will say like I love when people send us an email. Uh, you can email us at truthtanic or at girlhistorians at gmail.com either and they're like yeah somebody came up to me and was like oh my god are you talking about this podcast i tried to listen to it but then i couldn't because i realized it wasn't like (laughs) actually about the topic that much and i was like and thank you Mm -hmm. there's always the person being like i love the podcast (laughs) i personally love it my friend hates it it. yeah (laughs) it's like well haters make me famous Mm mm-hmm no, but it's totally fine. Like, I, we're embracing that this is half chit-chat, half real yeah. chats. That's really tasty. That's bad. I got to, like, no, not really actually good. have that because it's going to make me feel ill. I'm going to chug I, it. Oh, it's, so, it's tasty. There's no way it's staying in my mouth. It's it like, be in my mouth. <laughs> Just like you after when I stand. <laughs> I've already lost my mind. I already feel insane. <laughs> to film this in my living room with the big light on is so I do jarring. hate the big light. You're it's looking fine. at Rob to be like, I hate the big I hate light. The big light. <laughs> okay, let's so, talk about which what is witchcraft. It. So the idea of like witchcraft predates Christianity. So it's been around paganism. forever. It's paganism. So paganism is like one kind of facet to it, but it's kind of like anything that was kind of like a like a, a, like a lot of different cultures and stuff that are separate from each other in the world have some idea of either like spells or curses or witchcraft or something like this. Sick. Um, so there's a. I one time bought a, a spell off of Etsy. That's awesome. For what? It was a career advancement spell. Oh, did it work? No. 
You sure? I mean, it worked in a way that I didn't mean. I didn't mean it to. Oh, okay. I very specifically wanted one job that I won't say on the podcast because it's humiliating <laughs> to admit. <laughs> and I didn't get that job, mm-hmm. but. I do think in the long run it did. This was around the time, if you remember, you also did a tarot reading for me and you were like, just so you know, things are going to be bad for a bit. Do you remember this? Oh, did I? Was that, wait, in the summer or in the in fall? In the summer. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You were like, not like, you weren't like that, but you were like, okay, so this, these cards are saying you're not going to get what you want. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. That's the problem. I love reading tarot for my friends. Except when it's news they don't want to hear. there have been times where people have gotten kind of mad at me and I'm like, I don't really know what to say. It's the cards, babe. Because it's it's also not me. Like, it's you, really. Like, because when you do a tarot reading, it's... Victim blaming? Well, it kind of is where it's just sort of like you're... In my opinion, tarot is kind of talking to your higher self. Okay. So it's like, I'm just kind of like a vessel of things that you already know to be true in your life, you know? Well, yeah. And you also make the connections, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, that's like when people always joke about being like, I saw a psychic and she was like, does this thing mean anything to you? But it's like, that's... Yeah. What it is. Your reality is your own perception, right? Well, like, also, like, a lot of cards will say, like, you know, if you get a card and it's like, you've built something and now you're reaping the rewards. Like, people will automatically say, like, oh, yeah, that's my relationship. Yeah. Like, this is, like, yes, yeah, like, my relationship. Like, we're moving in with each other. It's like, yeah, but, like, that card could have meant anything. It was, like, where your brain jumped to tells me that, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. It's a combo. It's a combo thing. So that's how I look at tarot. I love tarot. I love tarot, too. But I, so you bought a spell. I did. I bought a spell off of Etsy. And what they do is they do the spell like on their altar. It's from a coven. And they like oh, do the spell that. and they send you a picture of the spell and everything that they do on your behalf after you send them information. Um, and like I always say that like when my crystals come out, that's when you know I'm mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Like I am kind of searching for answers <laughs> through any means possible. Um so I should have like kind of clued in when I ordered a spell from Etsy. I mean, I think they did a great job. I don't know if it worked or not. Because your career advanced in a different way. Yes. But like, I don't know. My career is always going to advance just because <laughs> whatever I'm doing, I do end up usually enjoy- enjoying yeah. like, I, you know, like career, I think some people girl. feel that way about relationships or whatever being like, well, whoever I date, like I'll like who I date or whatever. Yeah, where it's people like, that I are good at identify with that crazy. Anyway. No. But I'm like, I just kind of like doing stuff. So I'd feel that way regardless. Yeah. But I also feel like stuff happened eventually. Love that for you. So, so thank you, Coven. Etsy Coven. <laughs> thank you, Etsy Coven. I might do that, honestly. But I was reading the responses, like like reading the reviews, looking for anybody who said anything happened. And the, <laughs> the, the reviews on Etsy spells mm-hmm. unhinged. I got like an Etsy psychic prediction. Prediction prediction once and it was kind of like cool but also kind of like general in a way that like you could tell that they used a format which was a bummer yeah um, i know you do i do like i would love to see a young psychic yes but the last time i went to see a young psychic she tried to like upsell me a 700 chakra cleaning and i That's was awesome. like i need to go home yeah i do want to go see a psychic my friends were telling me about one psychic on ozington avenue that i oh. want to too. Okay, I would love to we do that. Go to we psychic. should go to a psychic and unpack it. I need them to tell the me The one on Pape everything. Avenue that I went to was really good. But I want to go to a psychic in the new year. I just think it'll be okay. fun. We should do that then because okay, I, I do fun. not want to go. I, I I want to like be alone for it, but I don't want to go alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, you... Sorry, I'm smacking my lips into the mic. <laughs> the delicious energy drink. Nom, 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 nom. Um, yeah, go alone, but like we're together, but then one of us like sits in the waiting room. Yeah. yeah with is, her cats, her seven cats. Yes, sure, yeah. that's awesome. I love a cat. So basically witchcraft, predates Christianity, there's something called the Code of Hammurabi, 
which is- That a, sounds correct. It's a Babylonian legal code. So it's like one of the oldest existing examples of like a legal code that we have, which is circa 1755 BC, which is before the common era slash birth of Christ. I don't know what we're using Whatever you want to do is fine. So basically they codified into law that uh, you can't use bad magic. And I'm going to summarize this really badly, but it's something like if you put a spell on your neighbor, then they put you in the river. And if the river is like nice to you, then you, the spell was justified. So it's interesting in the way that they were just sort of like witchcraft is neutral. It's not necessarily Yeah, bad. it's like you just can't do it in a bad way. And this is kind of an ongoing theme where a lot of witchcraft pre kind of this blow up of the witch uh the the witch hunts which was like in the 1400s yeah. 1500s 1600s it's just witchcraft is there was bad witchcraft and good witchcraft where it's sort of like there were protectors and healers and then yeah. there were people who were like cursing the villages and turning into a cat and scratching and you up in the night let her cook let her let's cook. see what she's getting on to let i, her I mean cook. I like she has a reason it. for it people don't Sometimes I feel like my cat is my familiar a little bit. And I'm like, if I could like merge our brains, 100% I would. Oh, yeah. If I could suckle my cat from my finger, which is what they said the witches did in That's Salem. That's awesome. This one's I saying we should be that. able to milk each other. You're so right. I literally been I've been saying. feeling the absence of a cat. I think I'm going to have Sophia come and stay with oh, me. Yes. Oh, I love that you just have like a traveling cat. Yes. Well, the whole thing is when I moved in back in with my parents in the pandemic or whatever, I had her and we moved her home, whatever. I've had this cat since I was 11. She's like 25 years old, I think, Beautiful. at this point. Because I got her, she was five years old when I was 11. So she was born when I was six. Oh my God, six. that's an old cat. Yeah, so she was born when I was six. So she's six years younger than I am and I'm 24. So she's 18 years old. Oh my God. But she's beautiful. You wouldn't even think, she doesn't like a day over six. <laughs> but like a big thing that the vet said is like when you move a cat physically, it's a shock to their system. Yes. So when we, I moved in with my parents during the pandemic and then my parents moved houses in the pandemic too and oh, that freaked rough. her out. And then within eight months of that move, I moved out. And I was oh. like, I will, it was also after she had like a big stomach problem. And I was oh. like, I just can't, like I oh want her to God. live. Cause she also like, when I, when I was at home, like, she loves my sister too because my sister lets her sleep on the bed next Love to it. her head and I have boundaries. Or like, <laughs> you can sleep on the bed. You just can't put your hole next to my eye. Mm -hmm. My sister's mm -hmm. not like that. So yeah, she, I have loves, no <laughs> she loves Katie. So like, she's like living her best life there, but she can, sometimes she'll come and visit because she's like used to the place now. Yeah. But I don't want to like take her away from everything she's ever known. Yes. But I'm feel I always feel that way in January. I'm like I'm missing my familiar yeah. in a big way right no, now. No, it's real. Yeah. Once you have a pet, it's really hard not to have a pet. Yes, definitely. You know? And especially if you know like a single pet, and you're like, oh my god, I miss that because pets are different. They're like people. No, definitely. And I will never get another cat while she's alive. Yeah. Just in the case like something happens where she has to move in, and then like they don't like each other or yeah, whatever. Cats like, famously don't like each other. Like, and she was like came from a hoarding situation, Aww. so she's kind of like she's a bitch, and I say that lovingly. Love that for her. But she's like, <laughs> like she complains and she doesn't like. She used to chase Scream the dogs and scratch heels. them and stuff. Oh, I love, love that. her. But like, I don't want to like put that on her yeah, while she's still alive. That's real. Yeah. My cat Jim carries a little wimp. I love Jim. She's such a wimp. She really. She's got. She's no, so sweet. She's got no guts. She's a real. She's a sweetheart though. But she's a little nervous, Nancy. So anyway, back to witchcraft. Good witches and bad witches. I love that you talk about Are the Code of Hammurabi. Yes. Um, Reese was talking about this article he read where they tried to pull which word, the like the one gender knows the most compared to the other. Like, so like which word men 
know the most and women know the least and which oh. word women know the most and men know the least. Okay. Do you want to know what they are? Yes. So for the one that women know and men don't is bando. Like a bando top. Uh, yes. Rob, do you know what a bando is? I literally have no idea what that is. <laughs> Whoa! It's, like it's kind of like a tube top bra. That was okay, crazy because yeah, yeah, band. Yeah. I remember when bandos, bandos had were a thing. Where it's like you wore a bando with everything for no reason. Yes, and Reese didn't know what bandos were either. And wow, what the word that most men know that women don't is seppuku. Do you know what seppuku is? Yes, hundred percent. Yes, I didn't know what it was. Oh, really? But I knew what it was, but I didn't know that that's what it was. It's um, it's, it's Japanese. Like, it's the samurai code. Yeah, the samurai <laughs> suicide. Yeah, yeah. Seppuku. Yeah, well, we're all like, weeaboos. All yeah, guys. exactly. We What's we the, men just like <laughs> samurais provide a culture for men that you just don't get anywhere else. I will say this that like, like men I think love that men samurai. crave war in a way that because is, it's because it's like friendship. Like it's yeah, like it's, it's a it's, it's male. The reason why there's a male loneliness epidemic is because we're not in a war. We are not in a war. Yeah, and I say that half jokingly, but I'm also half serious. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's just like uh, literally all the legions that were started. Like the way that like there are so many guys who just in have the their trenches legion, with your guy go, and, and then they all join the Lions Club and that's where they are every Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Like I just think when people think that they want to be a samurai, what they really want is to every day go to an organized activity yes. with their guys. You want to go to summer camp with, a, you with, your, with your male friends yeah. and then you want to get a beer with your guys on Friday nights. Like that's not crazy. I'm anti-war, by the way. I'm pro-male <laughs> friendship. By I'm, the way, I'm pro. This podcast is pro male friendship, anti war, pro seppuku. <laughs> I'm actually anti bando. I'm anti bando. No, it's so yeah. it slips off. I do not. There's I, not it, enough. It's just it, and it does stay on. But like when it stays on, it has that. It just adds that crease in your boobs. No, it's I have, it's hanging on. I have, and I've spoken about this. I have like medium boobs, and no one talks. About, everyone's like small boobs, big boobs. What if medium you just have medium boobs. boobs? What if? Because you can't do any of the small boob stuff. You can't do any of the big boob stuff, and you can't wear a bando. I what remember I in high school, and like when I was like in grade nine, and I think about this now, and I shiver at the thought. But you have to like wear a bra to school, obviously, Disgusting. whatever. And I had Ew. like three or four bras, but it was back when like now I kind of understand that like you don't just like wear a bra once. You know what I mean? Like now I understand how often you can wear one oh, bra or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I would just wear if I'd like by the end of the week and I'd worn my regular bras, I would wear a strapless bra to school, like not like huh? under a, sh a shirt. Oh, and I think about that now, God. and I'm like, what a what a way to have an awful day. No, no one taught me how to, like, wear clothing properly ever in no. my life. Especially because, like, the, it was the Wild West in, like, 2010, where it was just sort of, things like— Things were changing too fast. Things were changing too fast. There were all these different clothing. And then there were, like, all these, like, kind of clubbing outfits designed for women who were 27 that were being marketed to children. Yes. And being like, do you want to wear, like, three layer this tops and a bandeau to school? Yes. Like, what is this? Like, a bandage skirt to school? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, we were Made really no in the trenches growing up. Yeah, in no, a way it, was, that, it was rough. Yeah, let's talk about witchcraft. You know who else I'm, was in the trenches? The, the witches. witches. I'll let you talk for a bit. That's my that's my commitment to this Thank podcast you. is Aww. that I'm not going to derail it for a little bit. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Okay, so other pre-dating, witch stuff pre-dating Christianity. I can't talk today, apparently. So there's Circe, if you've read Circe by Madeline Miller. I have, I have not. Really? You'd like it. I know. I'm just not like a Greek... Or Roman mythology that. kid. I get that, but you know what? I think I'd like it anyway. Reese read Song, Song of, of Achilles. Achilles and loved it. I really it. liked loved Song it. of Achilles. Cersei's very different, yeah, but very cool. I think it's more kind of, well, obviously, like it's a female character, 
But Cersei Malibu-Miller is great. Boring. I know it's boring. Well, there's no sex. Well, there's no gay sex. In I it. feel really lightheaded. It's a bummer. <laughs> is this a big light? <laughs> no, I think it's the witch's <laughs> brew. Energy drink. <laughs> I feel good, but I yeah. feel lightheaded. I know. I'm uh, the vitamin. The vitamin B. The vitamin the B. B. The, the vitamin, vitamin, B. vitamin B is cursing through AIDS. So whatever, Cersei in Homer's Odyssey, circa 800 BC, turned men into animals. Queen. Was her big thing. And then also ancient Rome, when it was a pagan society, it, it turned Christian at some point. But when it was a pagan society, it had laws against harmful magic, but didn't really, like, it sort of said you could do magic if it was good. Yeah, that makes it sense. Just, so that was kind of the whole thing. Well, it thing. also feels like pre-science, anything science-y is magic. Like, that's why a lot of, like, yeah. midwives and healers were witches because it's just yeah. like so this is where it got kind of confused because before the 14th century there wasn't really a christian belief that linked witchcraft with the devil it was sort of like the christian church's like whole stance on witchcraft was sort of that it was like a, a like a pagan old wives tale like yeah. that it was just sort of it's it not was real. A superstition it wasn't really real like but it's fine it, it was like they just didn't they didn't give it any kind of yeah. validity. They were just it's sort just of like, like it's whatever. like how they kind of talk about other religions. Yeah, they were just sort of like this is like for pagans who don't believe in the word of God, which and is sucks our, their bigger they're, problem. They're going to go to hell. This but that sucks the for them, but that's we're, fine. I think the Are you baptized? Problem, have we talked about this? I am baptized. I'm baptized united. Okay, then we're all going to go to heaven together. Where, where, where do you baptized? I. I have no memory. I, I was, I'm sure it was United or something like that. It's Protestant <laughs> in some way. I like how it's a, no, um, I'm no memory of my baptism. Yeah, for sure not. Because you were a child. Well, my sister isn't baptized and that was a big oh. way I would torture her growing up. So I'd be like, sucks that I'm not going to see you in heaven. I don't think my sister's baptized either, actually. Or actually, no, I remember, I think I was baptized United because my mom was Anglican. My dad was Catholic, but my whole family, my dad's side of the family had a big falling out with Irish Catholicism over some things that you can infer what happened. Oh, no. Not going to say it on the podcast, but, you know, look up the history oh, no. of stuff Catholic priests have done. Oh, no. So, it's, and then my mom just didn't really care about religion as much. So they were just basically anything but Catholic for the yeah. kid. No, I feel that. So then I was baptized United, but then got sent to Catholic school. So it was just whiplash. No, they were like, they've learned. And then I can't remember. My sister either isn't baptized or got baptized in like a really strict Anglican church. So it, it makes yeah. sense. My parents... We're just kind of doing whatever. No, I think that's very our parents' kind of era. Yes. Just kind of like the relationship with religion is so insane. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like, I feel like a lot of, that was the generation that kind of left religion. Yeah, but it's like, even then they were like, well, I'm united or yeah. whatever. And now it's people are just like, oh, I don't believe in God. Yeah, like even like my parents had like, like a church that they were associated yes. with pretty much like up until... <laughs> I would say probably they're like 40s. They were Wild. like, were associated with like Every once this. in a while, my mom would be like, we're going to church. And I'd be I like, them. what? <laughs> like, okay. All I right. kind of want to start going to church. You, That's the woman's version of you want a community. I know. <laughs> I literally was thinking, because I just kind of want to like see what people are up to. And like also I just, think I need to start, I'm going to start like volunteering. I feel like at an old folks home because I love feel really disconnected from old people now that all my grandparents are dead. That's real. And I love old people. That's real. And ageism is becoming like more and more of a problem. Like even on TikTok, people are so quick to be just crazy ageist. I know. And I just For think, no reason. Like, uh, like the way that you think about if you're ageist, like the, because you inevitably age, like your relationship with age becomes your relationship with yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like if you can be around old people and see a satisfying life, and I already feel like that a little bit in terms of just like I see old women vibing and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to be an old woman. Like yeah. they've figured it out. Like your life is quite good. But yeah. I think the more you engage with like 
older people and the elderly, the more you like don't have that dread of like some people who are like, I'm so scared of being old. Yeah. It's like, why? Like, okay. You're scared of being retired? Like the only reason you're scared of being old is because you are presently treating old people yes. with such a disrespect that you don't want to be disrespected the way you are disrespecting old people right yes. now. Yes. It's actually, I could go on. But instead, we'll go back to Speaking the witch trial. Witches. But that does tie in where a lot of the witches that were executed were women over 40, where it was just like ancient, ancient, thousands of years old. But it was this idea of kind of being like, yeah, just like an older woman who was, they were confused about what she was doing at home all day. Yeah, that's a big thing. I mean, in a lot of like Shakespeare's work, we could maybe, maybe we should talk about the witches of Macbeth for an episode or something Oh, we like really that. should. That could be fun. Do I would a love episode. to do a Macbeth episode. Okay, we will. That'll so, be fun. But like so much of like witches in... Shakespeare is just like a woman who it, men can't like um, put into a box, right? It's mm -hmm. like you're unmarried. Either you're old, so you're unfuckable, Ugh. or you're unmarried, Disgusting. so you're waste. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Or you have a job time. because you're a like, yeah, like a, you, a midwife or whatever. A book. Yeah, it's well, even in like I don't know how true this is, but I read The Crucible yesterday. Love, and it was I'm excited to read. Thank you for bringing it. Slapped. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, I, it kind of slapped just in the way that it is a really well written play. Of course, like the main character is a man. A we'll do an episode There's a on the Crucible. Headshot of Arthur Miller on the back of this Oh, book. yeah. It, it, he kind of looks... Why is he wearing that hat? No, he looks crazy. He's wearing a little sailor hat. He's wearing a little sailor <laughs> yeah, hat. On the back of the book. This is an edition I've deduced, I think, from 1996 or something. And you can tell based on the, the design is insane. I love that. But so, um, witch hunts weren't really a thing in uh, back then in anywhere but um, Western, like Europe and North America. Makes sense. Um, which makes sense because a lot They're of what became, so yeah, they were mad. A lot of what became kind of witchcraft um, was like associated with what were like local beliefs or folk beliefs in places like um, Asia and Africa. So it's more um, commonplace. So it's like in, it was in just, yeah. Europe, it's perceived more as this outside threat. Well, so, yeah, so that's the thing. So, like, Europeans were kind of, like, they had their own kind of, like... I mean, Europeans folk. are constantly afraid yeah. of being treated the way that we've treated everyone exactly. in the entire course of history. Which is so exactly like, what's going on they're, they're coming for us. They're going to do it. So, it's, you know, you have, like, Japan, where there's, like, the whole seppuku. familiar stuff. And seppuku, also the samurai warriors. Yeah. And then also, um, there's, like, the Russia, Baba Yaga. I didn't Baba know Yaga. the familiars came from Japan. That's really interesting. Yeah. It's, I think That's it's cool. like, I, I wouldn't say, I don't think it's like exclusively Japan, but I but think that's it's like, like, it's in the folk. Was a, yeah, it was in whatever. the folk of Japan. So it's the idea of Christianity kind of comes in and invades these places. And then these beliefs that were just kind of like community held beliefs become these things where they're calling them like folk beliefs. Awesome. You know? Cool thing to do. So it's. I guess I did that in Canada too. They're yeah. like indigenous folk 100%. tales. 100%. And indigenous oh people God. are like, excuse me. Like, what? what? I lived here. I've been here. Hello? Where are you? This is my house. What are you doing? <laughs> Please leave. I'm go me going into my friend's house and calling all their stuff folk belongings. Yeah. Like, oh, what a nice folk chair. Wait, but this is where I live. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. It's like, can you- I love this house. I love this house. Love it here. Love all your folk it's clothes actually crazy your that folk like furniture. Canada means like little village. Canada is That's little insane. village. And it's like, they were just like, welcome to our little village. And they were like, yes, the land of Canada. And they were like, what okay, are you talking about? Sure. What are you guys talking Even about? Even like Toronto's indigenous spelling. I'm uh, like, Takarano? God, there's nothing that, you know, European settlers love to do more than be like, oh, surely you mean this. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You must yeah, be in yeah, Toronto. Sorry, sorry. You're I don't not know what the K is doing in you there. You don't do I'm a T and a K after one of the other. No, that's just yeah, weird. No, 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 no. Like, it's just, 
Obviously, I know. It's like it's like the coldest take in the world that colonialism is bad. But no whenever way. you think about it in like little instances like that where they're like, um, that familiar stuff is really fucked up. Yeah. And you're like, bitch, you're on my land. What, yeah, are, you like, doing? what are you What are you talking about? Like, what are you doing? So Christianity is like going around basically taking people's beliefs that like weren't even necessarily like organized religion more so that they were just sort of like things Cultural that people things. like, talk, you know, like yeah. we're sort of like, yeah, this is like, you know, we, it's like if Santa. you it's get like if something sick, new we came in, they're like Santa's tea. this folk character. That's literally what it yeah. is. Literally what it like if they came in and were, they were just like, oh, no, that's just kind of like Santa. But even stuff like, you know, like just someone giving you like a potion if you're sick. You know, just now became this sort of like, oh, well, they must be doing this religion against Christianity. But so before the 1400s, witchcraft was basically like a community and folk beliefs thing. Like it wasn't really like something that was mandated in the church. Like the government didn't really care about it. Um, And then the Renaissance happens. And that kind of renews Beyonce album. Beyonce drops Renaissance. Yes. That album is so good. I love that. banger. What a, good, I really, what a good time. Yeah, there was something about it that it unlocked something in me. I have never had any pull to ever go to a club. I still don't feel that way. We went to Berlin <laughs> on vacation and I was like, there's nothing for me here. I'll go into sensory overload. Yeah. But club songs like like Renaissance or whatever, that's like, and a lot of it's like influenced by like the ball scene or whatever too. Oh yeah. Like that played at a regular level to me and not like flashing lights is everything. No, it's amazing. I do remember one time going into a club while well, took a pill and Ibiza was playing. That was to show Avicii iconic. I was cool. To show Avicii yeah, I was cool. Whatever. So the Renaissance happens. Beyonce drops Renaissance. Yes. And that renews. The help featuring Michelangelo. <laughs> featuring Renaissance Michelangelo. by Beyonce featuring Michelangelo. Da, da Vinci. Da Vinci. Michelangelo was the Renaissance as well, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't even know if Da Vinci was a Renaissance. I'm no, just I think he was because Da Vinci was this thing, right? Yeah. Sorry, I'm doing that like that like. <laughs> He drew that Vitruvian man. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Him doing the jumping. I jack. thought you were doing a plane. Carly was just he did that kind of flailing, flailing my arm. arm. Yeah, and saying like Michelangelo, da Vinci, da, Vin- da Vinci, da Vinci did the he did the he did this. Sorry, the witch's brew is hitting. Da Vinci, co- the Da Vinci Code. Fucking phenomenal movies. I love those movies. I want way more movies like that, where it's not good, but it's just fun. But it's so engaging. Yeah. Oh. And it's just like, guess what? The 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 Holy Grail was her womb. Mm-hmm. That was the craziest twist. Sorry, I just spoiled the Da Vinci Code for Rob. I know. <laughs> I'm just trying Sorry. to get my head around like, what does that mean? It's her womb, Rob. If you watched it, you know it's the Holy Grail is her. No, her, yes. well, I saw the first. The Holy one. Grail is her womb. Was that the first? Because one? the That's way the they're line. leaning in the Last Supper, it creates a chalice, and chalice is shaped like a womb, and the womb is the Holy Grail. I've, I've, learned I've learned this history. I've learned history. This is what now. happens in the Da Vinci Code. We should watch the Da Vinci Code. Guys. So you... many episode ideas. <laughs> no, I know. This down. is not an we're episode idea. We're just going to no, watch the Da Vinci Code. Not everything is content, Rob. Do you guys even know the plot? What's the plot of the Da Vinci Code if it's not that? I don't know. He gets. I remember the second one where he gets called in by the Angels Catholic and Demons. Church. That's really good too. I, I read I Angels also, and Demons I, first. My grandma loved the Da Vinci Code and stuff like that. Like She just loved, and also like the Danielle De Silva books and stuff like that like all these kind of just like books that are like that. mystery but like older woman books again yes love it and they were making the like third da vinci code series in toronto did you know this Ooh, no um it got horrible reviews awesome. but um it was and it doesn't have tom oh no this is the fourth one because there's also the one there's the third da vinci code movie where 
somebody's trying to, I think it's Ana de Armas, but I don't want to say for sure. Oh, so it's like new. Ish, ish. Okay. But like she creates a plague or whatever. It's oh. horrible. It's a really bad movie. But the fourth one is a series. And Pat Ronan, our friend, was in it. And when I told her that, it was like, she was like, oh, so you're in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, so you know Tom Hanks. So Tom Hanks is coming over for he, dinner. He's coming over for dinner. He's coming over for dinner. The third film, Inferno, starring Felicity Jones. <laughs> That's so crazy of me to say it's Anna <laughs> Anna 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 Darmus. <laughs> Very Just 2016 like not, actress. I don't know. When did Anna Darmus come, uh, start doing she, stuff? It felt like she really got into stuff in like N- Knives, Knives Out. Knives Out, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I feel they like that is hair. the plot of the Da Vinci Code, but now I feel like I'm being gaslit, but I don't know how no, I would have come up that, with there's that scene the at the end. The Holy no, Grail. because there's that scene at the end where they're talking in that field about something and that's when they discover it, right? I don't know. Okay. I just remember reading the book. I don't really remember the movie. I read oh. Angels and Demons. Oh, and you I'm remember sorry. the <laughs> I read the book. I read a book. I remember I brought in Angels and Demons for a book report because in Angels and Demons, they have the thing where they write Angels and Demons, but then you flip it upside down and it still says Angels and Demons. Yes, I've seen this. And I brought that into school for my book report and everyone was mind blown. By that font. By the font. Yeah. Whatever. Thank you. I Rob says I'm right and it's about the Holy Grail. Thank you, Rob. <coughs> anyway. Can I ask can I ask a, a question? It goes back like five minutes or so. Can you define what a familiar is for anybody who oh. might only know it from like what we do in the shadows or something? So a familiar is like an animal that it's said that a familiar is a, like a witch's animal that she can either turn into and or kind of like does her bidding. Yeah, she's like her, it's like her bestie. And you can see this a lot in a lot of, it's a, it's like a theme in almost all like witch media. So like in Harry Potter, the reason they're like, you can have a cat or an owl or a toad. It's your familiar. It's your familiar. And those are classic familiar animals. Lots of toad imagery, lots of cats, all that stuff. Birds yes. as well. Canaries birds. more traditionally, but birds in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that Sabrina, the teenage witch, Salem is her familiar, her cat. You know what I mean? That's why people are like, oh, cats, black cats or witches, pets or whatever. Yeah. It's just a, a familiar. Um, it comes up a bit in the Salem witch trials where you should be able to like suckle it and you can feed it um, through your hand or through your witch's mark, which is basically any mole on your body. That looks like a third nipple. And Which that's is, where they get. And all I'm hearing from this is that we used to be able to milk, milk each, each other. other. Yeah. But it's like a witch's animal pet thing again. Yeah. Women shouldn't have interests. <laughs> How dare you? You have a pet. You're witch. a witch. 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 Okay. So until the late 1400s. It's, it's crazy. It's, We're still in the it, 1400s. It's, it's okay. We don't go much far past okay, the 1400s. Okay. But so it's basically the church isn't concerned. No one's really concerned, whatever. Like most cultures are like, there's bad magic. There's good magic. Just don't do bad magic. Good magic is fine. Whatever. So the Renaissance comes along. It renews interest in all these sources, like all these magical sources that talk about, you know, witchcraft and spells and stuff Um, like Arabic texts, Jewish, Romani and Egyptian sources that were rediscovered by Europeans in the 1400s, rediscovered quotation marks. They were always there, just Europeans being Europeans. Have you guys read this shit? Yeah, being like, look what I found. And everyone's like, that's my book. Whenever I go, that's my coffee table book. Whenever I go to the Domino's, I'm like, I just discovered a Domino's. Have you guys heard of this? I own this Domino's. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, like literally. I work here. It's my business. And I'm like, guys, have you heard about this yeah, Domino's wait. thing that I just found? Guys, no one's here yet. I'm here. I work <laughs> no at the Domino's. No one's here. No one's here. No one knows this. About the Domino's. We have to talk about the do- I got to make stuff about Domino's, this thing I just invented. Yeah, truly. That no one's here. No one's here. No one knows that. This is huge. So people were interested in the stuff because it was exotic and it helped answer questions. In quotations. That, that yeah, they, that they you know, science couldn't explain and people were like, what's going on? Um, and then crazy enough, the Catholic church then starts to practice demonology themselves, which like demonology is just functionally another word for like magic communicating with spirits. So the Catholic church starts investigating demonology in case they have to fight back the witches, which is really funny. That's just awesome. Picturing a bunch of like old timey popes getting together and being like, I guess hey, we this have is- to figure out what a spell is. Yeah, Summon a demon 101. Yeah. <laughs> just- just like Benedictus one, two, and three yes. sitting together in a room. <laughs> so basically the approach at that time were still was still just sort of like this superstition is getting out of hand. Like people are talking about like witchcraft too much, blah, blah, blah. But and like they should let's really just be talking about it. us. They really should be talking about Benedictus, Frenedicto, and Berticurcus, the three guys of the church. I, like, you know? I love Ferdicurpidus. Ferdicurpidus. Pope Ferdicurpidus is his name. So anyone found practicing witchcraft around this time would typically get like a day in the stocks, like a slap okay. in the head. Kind yeah, of it's just like don't do it, but we're not gonna kill you. Yeah, like they wouldn't kill you. And if you did get charged with heresy, it was more because you weren't worshiping God. It wasn't Got because it. of the witchcraft. Kind of like North Korea vibes. Yeah, it's just sort of like, hey. Did I tell you this don't that I just this. found out recently? We don't know Kim Jong-un's daughter's name or age. What? I will move on from this because I understand this has almost nothing to do with no, witchcraft. That's crazy. Um, but they think she's been pictured with him at some public events in North Korea, his daughter. And they're like, oh, she's going to take, like, she might be yeah. one to take over, even though he has sons. Cause you know, just random, like he was the youngest son or something. Nobody thought he was going to take over, but he did. No, it's just whoever has the vibe. Of yeah, being exactly. And it makes dictator. sense. Like in a modern world being like, yes, we have a dictator, but she's leaning in. She's, she's a CEO of North <laughs> Korea. Um, but I was reading this article about it and they're like, we don't know her name or her age. And I was like, I forget sometimes how little we know about like what's oh, yeah. going on. I'm like, we should for sure know her name. I'm but ready for the yassification of North, North Korea. Korea. <laughs> North Korea is going to do like the kind of Japanese po- post-World War II Hello Kitty vibes of being yeah. like, we're cute. No, we're cute. We're cute. No, we're so don't, cute. forget we're about adorable. the stuff we did don't in do- the war. Shh. No, shh, shh, look at Hello shh. Kitty. Look at this. Look it's at Hello her- Kitty. I made this for you. I made this for you. Isn't she cute? It's, it's She could never have come from a military state. It's BuzzFeed. Uh, uh, welcome. Well, goodbye, dictator. Hello, she. Oh, tater. Yeah, exactly. I want Hello Kitty to be the next dictator. Dictator or like North Vag Korea. Tater. <laughs> North Korea Lean welcomes in. their first female leader. Ready to get Buzzfeed, ready to- hire me. Buzzfeed, yeah. yeah. She's going to slay the boots down. Slay Dictatorship. <laughs> She's going to serve cunt across the DMZ. Censorship? More like censorship. I love that. Um, but we don't even know her name. She's like 11 years old. And the only reason we oh, know she... <laughs> Sorry, I was picturing an adult woman. Yes, yes. No, she's a child. She's okay. 11. And the only reason we know That's she exists is because... Um, um, oh, no. I forget his... Um, 
his name. James Franco. No, who he's, I know him really, I, he's like my favorite basketball player, but oh, I forget his name. Kobe Bryant. No, he didn't go to North Korea. Michael Jordan. No, he played oh, with Michael Steve Jordan. Steve Nash. He played with Michael Jordan and he's not Scottie Pippen. David his, Beckham. His name is not Damon something, but it's- um Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. I couldn't remember his name, even though I really do. I have a I t-shirt with him. him on it. I think he's he's so sick and awesome. There's Besides the fact that he's constantly gone to North Korea to play basketball with Kim Jong-un. There's a song that mentions Dennis sure, Rodman. Surely, because he was like very- He's really, really awesome. I mean, The Last Dance, which is Michael Jordan's documentary produced by himself, is kind of insane. Um, but there's an episode all about him. And it's like he came from it's like the youngest child in a family of like 10 kids. And his father was paralyzed and he grew up in abject poverty. But then playing basketball, he like got to the NBA and he's like very like gender fluid. Like he would like paint his nails and wear dresses and like dye his hair. He's he's honestly sick. Like he is very, very cool. Um and like very much like paved the way for more like gender neutral dressing for like black men and stuff like that. The one thing that he does that's not super awesome is that he, um, Kim Jong-un really liked him, I guess. And he would bring Dennis Rodman to come come and play basketball with him all the time in North Korea. And Dennis Rodman would go. Oh, oh my God. So the only reason we know that this daughter exists before now. when Because she's, of Dennis Rodman? Because Dennis Rodman held that's her. That's crazy. That's insane. We can't have Dennis Rodman being like giving us secrets about North Korea. But you know what? To be fair, in Dennis Rodman's defense, should he have gone to North Korea? No. But you get you, it though. But you I, get I, it. I, that's an insane invitation that no one else is going to get. That like you, you know what I mean? Well, especially if you're it's like, kind of for oh, the I'm the only. Because if somebody invited me, I'd be like, oh, he's for sure going to kill me. Mm -hmm. But if I was really famous, if Dennis Rodman, not Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman isn't Kim Jong Un. If Kim Jong Un was like, I love the podcast, I'd be like. Why? Maybe we should go. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if I was like, he loves the podcast. Yeah, like, there's something I'd honestly, I have enough here. delusion that I'm like, because I think also one of the reasons he went is this belief of being like, any Western culture we can get over there, the better kind yeah. of thing. Um, if he, they're not letting anyone in, I guess we're sending Dennis in. <laughs> but I'd be like, I think I could change him. You know, that person that's yeah. like, if I was Putin's mother, I would have loved him I better. I wish I were your mother. That's me with Kim Jong-un. I'm like, you just don't have a bestie friend yet. If you had yeah. a female best friend, I think you would feel a bit differently There's about like this There's like a montage dictator. of you teaching him that the Holy Grail was the womb. The womb. Yeah, he's yeah. sobbing. Yeah, I also just think that he's a bad guy. He's like a dictator. No, he's, for sure. He's a murderer. Mm -hmm. I do feel, and this is again my misinjury popping out, mm -hmm. that if a woman was the dictator of North Korea, I honestly- dictator, sorry. <laughs> thank you. So you're welcome. And thank you. Because language Holding is so face. misogynistic. It really is. Um, but if a woman was the vagitator mm -hmm. of North Korea, mm -hmm. like I think it would not, it wouldn't be good, but I think it would be better than it is now. I think um, she would be less likely to launch the nukes. I think for sure, I, I could see her murdering equal as much. Yes. But I don't- Well, the infrastructure's yeah. already in place at this point. Yeah, the murdering's gonna keep happening. But the nukes- But I think the nukes would be a bit safer yeah. behind the loving arms of a woman. Exactly. I do want to throw in, you said, the only thing Dennis Rodman's done wrong is oh, being invited no. to North Korea. What did he do? He did endorse Donald Trump for 2016 <gasps> and oh, no. Kanye West in 2020. Dennis! Okay. Kanye West what? is pretty funny. <laughs> Okay, that's really bad news. Dennis I can't believe Rodman. he endorsed Donald Trump. Not only uh, endorsed no. because uh, they were on Celebrity Apprentice, no, but oh, Dennis. he actively campaigned Dennis. for Kanye. What? Okay, Ugh, campaigning okay. for Kanye is literally hilarious, though, I will say. And I know that there are reasons to be very upset that Kanye did that, but I just think it's really a, a quite a funny thing to have happened. You've got to respect Kanye West on one front, not the anti-Semitism, bad guy. But there is something about a mentally ill person that's just like, no, 
I won't take my meds. <laughs> I don't need to. Yeah, that's like everything like, like to Kanye be, To be as does. insane as he yes. is and be like, I think I'm fine. Yeah. I don't think I need yeah. help at all. Yes, I'm having a fight with my ex-wife in a parking lot in the car and I've lost. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. lost so much. No, to be he like, has. I'm good. For sure, something's going on that is not good. So between the 1430s and 1480s, a bunch of books were published saying that witches were bad and we should persecute them. This is basically what happens. Oh, God. Um, books are bad. I've yeah, said books it. are bad. I'll say it. <laughs> um, the basic idea was that uh, organized or uh, the basic idea was that witchcraft was organized religious crime. And also that children of witches could be witches. Yes. So these books just kind of like, it, it's not one book. It's a bunch of books that are basically published being like, we should fear this, whatever. Um, it's just all the priests that don't want to do their homework on demonology. Yeah, They're exactly. Like, it's witchcraft is evil. It's actually evil. We shouldn't be doing witchcraft. We, we don't want to do it. Killing them. But so, I actually think that long division is evil. evil. It's, it's against the organized the religion. They all got together and they're doing it as bad. And we shouldn't be doing it. We should be doing it. I don't like it. I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, it's evil. No, um, 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 oops. So basically all these books were published. So the precedent was set. There were like now sources that you could go to. And since the stance was still at this point, you know, witchcraft isn't really taken seriously, whatever. Um, no one was really buying in. But then at that time, also the medieval world was just going through like rapid fire change and chaos yeah. all the time because you just are on the heels. Well, you're just like learning a new thing every day. You're too. learning. <laughs> well, this is the thing. So you've had the you know, like just a crazy amount of stuff that you're going through all at once. So it's like you have the Black Death, the Black Plague, which is 1347 to 50, um, and a bunch of other plagues that are like it where it kills nearly half of Europe's population. Swag. So you're <laughs> literally, like it's crazy. Well, so a lot of people, yeah. even though that was in the 1300s, a lot of people are still like feeling oh, the repercussions yeah, you're not going to get over that. Yeah, so people are like, that was a crazy thing to have happen to us if God is supposedly this like loving being yeah. that, you know, would never harm us. I have to like now re like, I, again, I'm losing all my, the witch's brew is stealing my words. I have to reevaluate my relationship with yeah. religion in exactly. the time of bad things. And that's the other thing too, where, um, where also, yeah, my brain is also buzzing from the witch's brew, by the way. <laughs> the witch's brew is the, the, the witch's brew is going to be crazy. Yeah. We got to drink this before every recording. Yes. And kill ourselves. We should get sponsored by witch's brew. Witch's brew is sponsor us. I keep checking my watch. I don't know why. I've got nowhere to be. It's okay. Like I keep just being like, oh, and it's okay. <laughs> I've like lost the plot. No, you're fine. So there's also um, the rise of Protestantism. Protestantism? Protestantism? Protestantism. Yeah, you Protestants got it. get up. The Protestants say. This is around the time of six, then. Have you no, seen that was six? Anglican when they're. Oh, that's Anglican. Well, Henry VIII starts the Anglican religion because he wants to get divorced. I didn't from know his that wives. that wasn't Protestants. Wow. Well, they were learning. Protestants, I think, but then he wanted to get divorced and he couldn't get divorced in Protestantism. And so he was like, I want to be Anglican now. And that's why wow. it's the like, Church of England, whatever. Yeah. That's why we should all go see six too. I would love to, but I think I I worry about whether or not I'd like it. But I think I'd like to be oh, in it. I don't think I would like it, but that's why I'm obsessed. Like, I think it's fun. It's a fringe show. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like the and it's so. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't talk. I simply can't talk about six. Right we now. should do Henry the Wives as a series of this podcast. Yes, I think someone suggested it in the YouTube content, fun. and I do think that that's something. I don't know. Can is have that Jacob make an intro fun? song? That's the six. It's like we're one oh. in the French. That's the Anne Boleyn one. But that would be a really good. 
podcast too because we could do episodes for every woman. Yeah. Episodes for every wife, which would be fun. I love that. Yeah. I do think that that would okay. be fun. So if you're into that, let us It'll know. It'll be in a couple. It'll be in a couple months. We've still yeah, got to talk be, about wicked. We've got to talk, talk about everything. We've got crazy. You guys don't even. And we should do a history of Broadway, which you said as well. Some kind of like or something like that. I would love that. Just talk about musicals, honestly. I want to. Yes, I because we'll find a way (laughs) to do that anyway. So Protestantism was rising up. There was also a lot of contacts with. So the church felt like very threatened at this point. Basically, like people are losing faith with religion. Protestantism is coming in. Yeah, so like people are kind of mad at God. It always stems from being mad at God. Protestantism is coming up and there's also more contact with previously unknown non-Christian people. So it's like yeah. they're seeing different religions. People are sort of like, oh, what is this? Like a lot of like paganism, which is functionally just any religion that is based in nature and, yeah. and not monotheism, which is monotheism is when you believe in only one God. Yeah. So if you have any sort of beliefs that are like nature or outside of this idea of like God and a church and like a divine being, it's paganism and that kind of confused a lot of people and they didn't really understand it and then also there was a um like the emergence of a like middle class which had never really Mm. been a thing before so before it would have been like you know it was functionally like a serfdom there was like you know either like the monarchy or the gentry and then you were just basically the working poor but now there's kind of you know business owners like there's landlords like you know lawyers and doctors a merchant so there's this middle class now that kind of like you don't have to devote every day your life working the skin off your back so you have time to think about things like what if this lady is cursing me my family which you much free time you need time to do you need time to make art you need a room of one's own to write your novel i know and you need um a some some time to think about a room of one's own to think about which old lady is cursing your family. No, and fair enough. Thank you, Virginia Woolf. Thank you, Virginia Woolf. So there's also epidemics. I was, I've been listening to. There's like an audiobook of that on Spotify. Love that. And the fucking the points she makes again. It's not a room of one's own. Yeah, it's not. Oh, I had new to sit. Notes. I I yell. Uh, a room of one's own made me yellow wallpaper. No, what I was like, I like will be walking down the street going to like brunch, and I'll be like jaw on the ground, like what that. Po- I haven't finished it yet. But um, like that part where she talks about how like there was no infrastructure. And we're seeing this even again with like uh, like um queer people or people of color of like because you haven't been able to accumulate wealth over a mm-hmm. long time. There's like not programs to facilitate mm-hmm. the learning mm-hmm. of your people because like you're not like building scholarships or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's really fucking crazy. No, if you haven't that. read A and Room of One's Own. it's stuff that you kind of know, but then she says it and you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Well, even like, I think a lot about space and I do think it's crazy too. Just the way that like we have afforded some people tons of space and ownership over their space and then other people know ownership over their space. And when you think about it in terms of like, women a lot of times they're sharing spaces they never have their own space and like women through history often would like grow up with their families and they'd share a room with siblings and then they would only move out when they lived with a man yeah so it's actually crazy when you say like why weren't more women writing books it's like well they were never fucking alone to write a book yeah it's hard to write a book when you're a full-time child care mm-hmm. person and a chef and a cleaner yeah and the accountant of your life yeah it's crazy and also everyone's dying Anyway, everyone should read a, read a room of one's it's, own. It's, it's actually crazy. Um, that's Spotify. That's a great tip, though. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of free audiobooks of it on Spotify. I think it's also in the public domain, so you can probably just download it online. But it's uh, phenomenal, and I feel fine saying that because she's dead. So it's not like she's, she's gonna dead. get the money. You no, know what no, I mean? She's fine. It's like how it's like kind of okay to listen to Michael Jackson if you're yeah. all like he's a pedophile. <laughs> Have I told you that I'm in my Shimon era? Sorry, this is <laughs> what this is, is Shimon? Shimon. <laughs> What that's, that's how Michael Jackson goes. Shimon. 
In what song? Shimon. He Shimon's. Rob knows this. He Rob is nodding. I don't know what why you song? think I know. I wasn't nodding. I was just like, what are you doing? But this is true. He's Michael Jackson Shimon's. makes these noises. He goes, Shimon. It's him going, come on. In oh. Song. But he says it like, Shimon. Okay. This is like a thing. I didn't make up Shimon. <laughs> Shimon is a thing. I'm in my Shimon And he goes era. on like the tips of his toes. And he goes like, ha, ha, Shimon. Oh. Um, well, I'm in my Shimon era because I've realized I've been in a couple of like bigger shows recently where your job is not to be funny. Your job is just kind of like to make the audience laugh. Do you know what I mean? Love that. And there is a difference there. Oh, there's there a, there's is a, a difference. difference. Normal people may not see it. Exactly. Um, and I realized in these like kind of like dinner theatery more venues, um, a Shimon brings the house down. Like if you like are doing like a short form improv game where you're trying to guess something and you're like, oh my God, it's a little bit like Michael Jackson. Shimon. Oh, people they, love it. It's like you have invented. It's, it's fucking showtime at the Apollo in the audience. Like it's crazy. But that's like why, why I'm Shimoning. Michael for the first time. Exactly. Wow. Really uh, unfortunate. You know what? I'll say the same thing you said about your family's relationship with the Catholic Church. Just Google it. What just, he's done. just Google it. It's unfortunate. Just look it up. It's unfortunate. Have you seen the interview? Okay, I will let you continue. <laughs> where Oprah asks him if he's a virgin. No. People forget that Oprah is kind of skeezy. No, Oprah's People crazy. People forget that she'll like, she like asks Michael Jackson in the interview if he's a virgin or like tries to out Nathan Lane on TV. Like, I love Oprah. Like, I think she also like has to be skeezy to like become the most popular daytime talk host, which is the only way that like she could. Yeah. Succeed. I am there for Oprah. I have no, but the Oprah we know now of the own network is not the Oprah that it's not that you get a car, you all get cars. Oprah. Yes. Well, we um, are living, someone described it, I think on Twitter, is like we're living in a post Joan Rivers world and it has changed oh. our perspective. I mean, you can feel it coming back that way though. People oh, are yeah. nasty now because it feels weird. It feels like there's like that weird gap yeah. of like either everything is so nice. Or everything is mean. Hmm. Whereas like Joan Rivers was shitty, but yeah. she was never like she was never nasty. She was never like a nasty bad person. She was just like, you're a little, you're a little diva bitch, aren't you? Yeah, she'll be like, you look like a, sh- you look like shit. You look like you dressed in a garbage bag. But yeah. she's not like, she's not like being like kill yourself. She's not like if you have an Odie vagina, you should die. I know exactly. Sorry, can't get over that. Okay, so. Go back to the list of reasons that people were really eager to believe in witches. So there was also, yeah, a bunch of diseases, a mm-hmm. bunch of plagues, a bunch of weird stuff happening. There was also at that time a little ice age that um, was from 1400 to 1850, which resulted in really, really cold winters. Um, there was like tons of freezing and there was lots of crop failures. So when, wait, what, what year is this? From uh, 1400 to okay. 1850. Because there's famously one of my favorite things, and we should do it again, we should do an episode, like a season or a bonus episode on Gothic history. Oh, you know what? I would love that. Because I, my, it was my favorite class I ever took in university for my minor Whoa. was Gothic horror. But they talk about how all of this Gothic horror was written after a volcano erupted and created a big cloud of ash that basically covered the sun that's for crazy. a year or two. So it got really cold and gloomy. Mm-hmm. So that's why... Modern horror, as we know, it's always like it's a st- dark and gloomy, stormy yeah. night. There's fog on the moors, and it's because like ashes cool. in the air, bitch. Ashes in the air. The volcano has erupted. Like, that's why Mary, Ol- like, not Mary Oliver. That's a poet from the modern day. Mary Oliver. Um, Mary, Mary Shelley. Shelley wrote Frankenstein because of I that. love that. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I really adore that. Actually, I'd be really down. 
But yeah, so basically they're dealing with like freezing cold winters. Like the world is it's just, just actively vibes changing. Are bad. Vibes are bad. It's the same vibe. It's just vibes are really bad. So you're looking for something. Well, and this is why like it's I'm talking like about- It's almost like cancel culture. Almost like <laughs> cancel. It's almost like when you're canceled for just saying an opinion. Yeah. For just saying an opinion. Free, I, I thought, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was free speech. I'm oh, sorry. I thought, I thought, we had, sorry. I thought, oh, that's, I thought, that's, that's, I thought that I was protected under the wall. Yeah. That's like uh, Reese and I always quote that um, I think you should leave part of that like sketch where he's like driving and doesn't know how to drive where he just goes, he goes, oh, you don't want to help me. You just want to yell. <laughs> you don't want to help me. You just want to yell. You just want to yell. Yeah. You that's don't all, the, that's yell. all the witches. You don't want to help me. You don't want to help me. You just want to yell. yell. Yeah. But that's really how it is. So basically, the long and short of it are a bunch of this stuff was happening. It was freezing cold. There was also a, a great comet of 1528, <gasps> which a bunch of people were like, that's not a sign. That's not Pierre. That's not T Natasha Pierre and the great comet. Of- I mean, this comet comes back every once. Well, when is it coming back? There was, well, it's Haley's Comet. But like, when's it coming back? Every 80 years. Because I know about Haley's Comet because Cheryl and Riverdale shot it with her magic witch powers and okay. sent them all back to the 50s. You make these Riverdale references that every, uh, I'll never be ready for them. No, because whatever, <laughs> it's like a word salad. It's like whatever word is coming after the last, it's not the one you're thinking. Haley's Comet, last scene, 1986. Next scene, 2061. Okay, well, I got to hold on till then. Yeah, I got to hold on. I think you'll be fine. Unless an accident happens. Things, people die every day. <laughs> Listen, accident happens. You know, I could get hit by a runaway streetcar. So true. I could get killed by this witch's brew. Surely, yeah. I mean, the witch's crew uh, drinking this witch's brew is the closest I felt to death in a while. So I'm really. It feels like I'm in the queen's gambit, and she takes a quaalude and then can do chess on the ceiling. (laughs) Like I feel like I could do chess on the ceiling right now. It's crazy. (laughs) You drink this every day, Rob. (laughs) My brain is vibrating inside my skull. I'm playing chess right now on the ceiling. (laughs) Rook, rook to A5. Knight to B7. Sacrifice your knight. We should play Not chess me. more. No, Hermione. We should you. play. <laughs> we no, Ron, well, no. He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> I play chess more. I'm in this chess club group chat with a bunch of people I don't know. I know one French, but me and I don't know anyone. They're always talking about chess. And they're making these like chess things that I just don't understand. And so I don't, I love them though. They're, mm-hmm. they're, I've really started to have um, like parasocial relationships with this group chat of people I've never met. I'm in this group because I've been a room of one's own renting a desk at an artist collective. I've, I've told so many people <laughs> that you're renting a desk, Harley. It's actually, I've kind of started a rumor about you and it's kind of just- <laughs> But it's true. It's snowballed into like, I keep adding like a new detail every time I tell You've someone. You've never seen it or been there. No, you told me once in passing- and I think saying? I think I just really romanticize the idea of me renting a desk. Okay, yeah. And so I've just been telling people, you know what Carly did, and it's genius. She's renting, renting a, a desk, desk, and it's right in the village. Yes, it is. But seemingly everyone else, there's a couple of young people who are like artists because there's studio space as well. But Love it's a it. lot of old people. Love that. And I want an email chain with them because they'll be like, oh, by the way, like if you're coming in today, remember to lock the door behind you. But they reply, fucking all. <laughs> So I'll get like 19 new emails because everyone's replied <laughs> all. Like, yep, got it. Yeah, no, exactly. That's what it is. Sent from Proton Mail. No, exactly. Sent from my smart fridge. Like, I'm like, what is happening? Just hit reply. Also, this email does not warrant a reply. It's me being like, I want to spend more time with old people. And then they've driven me to the brink. 
It's like my family uh, is in an email chain where half the emails don't work. So anytime an email goes out, you just get like 12 delivery failure notifications <laughs> as well. And I'm like, someone's got to fix gotta the emails. This. They had my like MSN on it because when they started the email chain, I was like eight years old and just gotten my first email. Congratulations. And so I was missing like huge family events. Yeah. And then they'd be like, well, we emailed I love Mentos at hotmail.com. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I don't check that either. I don't Hotmail. check I love doesn't work I, I love Mentos. I, I underscore like love friend, underscore Mentos at Hotmail.com. My friend Simon still uses his simpatico email. <laughs> and I'm like, you simply need to get a Gmail. No, people with simpaticos or lives. Reese just got a Gmail, not a Hotmail. And uh, I was like, crazy. you simply need to get just a, get a simpatico. Like, no, uh, no being truly. Adult. The only two handles you should have are Gmail or um, a, a like an, out, an Outlook, outlook is, fine. is fine. Or it's like your own website. Yeah, that's totally fine. Or in like an EDU. If you're, yeah, exactly. But if you're more than but two if years not, out of school and I'm getting an email from... At Ryerson.ca. Ryerson. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, I have I friends who still use their Queen's email and I'm like, for sure, no, don't do it. Get a Gmail. Or you know what? Even better... Why don't you send me, why don't you call me on the phone every once in a while? Bitch. Okay, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So all this stuff happens. It sucks. Everyone's mad. There's just general, a ton of change and unrest and everyone's mad and science can't explain it. And so it was a really great time for people to be like, this is actually all this bad stuff is because of witchcraft. And that sucks and I hate it. And so by the mid-1550s, Europe was going witch hunt crazy. They were hunting witches left and right. And there's an estimated it was like 30, Hamilton. Yeah, truly like People Hamilton. couldn't get enough. People could not get enough. Imagine Hamilton mania. But it's witch but it's hunting. Witch, but it's witch hunting. So instead of your friends all knowing the lyrics to my shot, they're, people they're burning hanging witches. a witch. <laughs> <laughs> burning witches. Whatever. So an estimated 30,000 to 60,000 people were executed for witchcraft in the early modern I need period. I out of my reach. Do you not want it? I'll drink yours. Mine's not. <laughs> it will kill you, Blair. <laughs> I, I want to die. So basically, everyone's going crazy. There's a bunch of um, th these estimates. I was getting crazy different estimates all over well, the internet. Well, it's the olden days. Like and so this one says that 30,000 to 60,000 people were executed for witchcraft. That's such a massive. Which is such a massive number. <laughs> and it's also like such a mat. Like it's like. Either it's either this number or it's double this number. This is and you're the like, thing. Babe, that's you can't be like, well, it could be anywhere from one to seventy thousand. Yeah, this is that's truly not an. That's, that's what that's it not, is. You can't just say that. But then there were also sources that were saying like the numbers were in like in the low thousands, like somewhere in the hundreds. We'll never know. And it's also that like at, again at this time doing the Titanic was great because everything was fairly recorded. This is a dubious time for records. Yeah, the you know? Puritans are obsessed with record keeping. They can't get love, enough of the stuff. for that. So it is a little bit better. I mean, people yeah. do just disappear out of thin air, like, because it's still olden days. Yes. And um, but the Titanic, it's like happens. people are, like, around. Like, yeah. their grandkids are just Yeah, their, their grandkids are like, I'm going to start a Japanese punk band. Exactly. So basically, that's what's going on. It's rough. And then you see the crazes that we know today, which eventually those people came over to America. Mm. And that's where Salem Witch Trials came to be. Okay, so it's like those people who were witch hunt crazy on account of life being ass in Europe, they move. Well, I think it's probably a combination of things and my deduction, my mm -hmm. theory that I think probably 
I'm going to say is a pretty good theory is that in North America, you kind of have this crazy combination of like, it was really in your face too. Whereas like when you talk about Tituba, whereas she had these like folk beliefs that were kind of weird and unknown, you know what I mean? Like that was yeah. right in this very small village. So it makes a lot of sense. It's all together. Yeah. And there were other witch hunts that had happened in um, America too, like before Salem that just wasn't quite as um, intense. intense. That's the big thing about Salem is that it's yes. like such a large amount of people over such a small amount of time. Yes. With like quite the big body count for what it is. 100%. So like if you're Protestant and you have these beliefs, then like it would have been at the time very normal for you to kind of be like looking for witchcraft and associating that for demonology. And also just life sucked. And for sure it was yeah. not any better I remember in when Massachusetts. I was researching a little bit about the Salem witch trials, a big difference between like European witches and um, American witches. It's that like the American witch was almost more normal. Like a big thing was like you signed the devil's book in Salem. Mm -hmm. So you were associated with the devil. You had a familiar and you could like pinch people with your without actually pinching them. And like your specter could appear to them, but you couldn't like really do anything beyond that. Like mm -hmm. you couldn't you weren't killing a baby or anything like that. Yeah. Whereas like the accusations of witchcraft in Europe, it's like she's walking on her hands. Yeah. And she's killing babies and she's a murderer. Like they're just more <laughs> intense. Yeah. Which is why there was such a panic in the States as well, because witchcraft has become more normal. Like it's, yeah. it's in the home as opposed to being like, well, obviously that's not happening. Like when you hear something like she's walking on her hands and killing babies, you're like, well, that's an out of character. Yeah. It's not going to happen here. It's not going to happen to me. Well, and this idea of like bewitchment too, yeah, which is like. It really seems like a lot of these were coming from just kind of like interpersonal disputes within town. Oh, totally. So a lot of the times, because I wrote down just a little bit of how like If a, we were in Salem, they would have accused me as a witch because you were telling everybody about my desk. Yeah, I was like, this bitch has a fucking desk. But then you're just like, my name's in the vernacular and all of a yeah. sudden Abigail Williams is like, Carly is a witch. But so the way that witch trials would work basically was that someone, usually like someone that you knew from your village- would go to the justice of the peace and say, she's like, a hey, she bewitched me or she bewitched something or like he bewitched something. Because yeah, like men and women were making the accusations and men were also accused of being witches. And it is very much like the feminist reading, which I personally believe in. Yeah. It was a huge part of the, you know, this whole witchcraft thing. But I will say that men were very much part of either side as as women were accusers. Yes. And so they would complain of bewitchment and then basically the justice of the peace would like <laughs> basically either take you seriously or not seriously based on how much he believed in witchcraft and Love. and or how many complaints you received. So if you were getting complaints all the time being like Carly has a weird desk, Carly has a weird desk, Carly has a weird desk <laughs> and the justice of the peace would be like, okay, Fine. Well, like, I just want to stop hearing about this. Yeah. So it was often women over 40 and often people had like pagan tendencies or even just like if you were You're well -read. existing outside of society's bounds by yeah. being a pagan who is well-read. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Wow. So that's pretty much- That's interesting. All I have- Yeah, it's but kind I feel of- like that adds a nice- That's a nice primer of like context. Yes. Of why- I mean, the overarching theme here is like, why is this happening? And it's like, everything sucks. It's bad. We could title this episode truly- Witchcraft, people went crazy over witchcraft because everything sucked. Yeah. I think that's a good title. Thank <laughs> you, Rob. <laughs> Rob writes it down. <laughs> but yeah, so um, 
Are we ready for to do our favorite segment? I think we are. It's time to let's make this tragedy about us. Oh, gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. Okay, I kind of want to go outside of like the realm of witchhood. Okay, for a question. But what is your star sign? What's your star sign? I'm a Taurus. <laughs> it's just like what you're saying. Oh, what was your question? Sorry, I said that as a joke because it'd be like, oh, we don't want to talk about witchcraft, so why don't we just answer questions about ourselves? This, I want to say for the listeners at home, like, we feel fucked up right now. No, I feel like truly. I took an edible. Like, I, know, I, know. I, feel, I feel crazy. crazy. I feel insane. I feel crazy I'm right like, now. my eyes aren't focusing on My me. eyes. Do you know what are... I mean? Like, I feel like there's times, I'm going to watch this video back when I'm editing it, <laughs> and I'm going to be staring at the wall. Like, you know what I mean? That's like, awesome. you're going to be talking, and I'm going to be like... <laughs> Like what? No, but it's okay because I I do find like I never know how much eye contact to make while filming this. Yeah, whatever you, know? you feel is appropriate and it's fine. I, you know what? It's fine. My question is, what would your familiar be? Oh, I definitely a cat. Yeah. And I would love, I do think like a classic black cat. Mm. I love, I think if I were to get another cat, I would get a black cat. Uh, yeah. Because they're just not as adopted as much. And Before whatever. I found my cat, I was going to get a black cat. Love it. But then it was cat distribution. I couldn't control it. Yeah, exactly. You just, I, at the end of the day, I'll take whichever cat mm -hmm. people want. Yeah. That's the reason I was thinking about getting a black cat is because they're off not adopted I as know, much. Which is crazy. I'm like, it's, being a witch is cool now. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? Don't be weird. Um, uh, But to have a fun answer... When I was a child, I was obsessed with sphinx cats, bald oh, cats that look like I little wrinkly that. scrotums. And I want one so bad, but everyone I've ever known in my life like finds them disgusting um, and scary. And you do have to exfoliate what? them. Like, I get it. That's funny. Also, the reason I will never get one is because you can only get them from breeders. And they're like, oh, $3,000. Well, like, you can, you can presumably get them somewhere else, but they're just hard because they're like purebred cats. Yeah, respectfully, why are. Like, why is are there we a breeding demand for the? I don't. I, there has to be like a demand in like the weirdo community. It's like when people buy like seven thousand dollars snakes. You know what like, I mean? There's like, got to be a demand in the weirdo community. The rich weirdo community. The rich weirdo fuckers. So I would love a bald cat. I'll say a bald cat is my familiar because I probably will never have one in my human life because what? Adopt, don't shop, baby girl. Mm -hmm. But everyone would be like, that girl's a witch if I was walking around with a bald cat on my yeah. heels. No, that's awesome. Yeah. What about you? I really think. That uh, my real answer is probably a cat. Yeah. But to make it more fun, I do think that I, I think like if I were to right now have a familiar, like just as like Blair living Jim. in Toronto, I think it would be a, like a little baby raccoon. So just cute. because like if anyone isn't from Toronto, Toronto's kind of known for raccoons. We have our raccoons are fucking wild. I love them. The raccoons are crazy. And People are so nasty when they're like, it's a trash panda. I'm like, okay, and you're a trash person. Yeah, like, and I'm like, we why live are you in a pile trash? of trash. You live in a pile of trash, whatever. But the baby raccoons are so freaking cute. They're Honestly, so sweet. Even the big raccoons are really cute. And I just feel like I kind of have seen raccoons and been like, I really get you. Like I've had like raccoon yes, you friends feel that I like see every day before. Them. I don't have my own garbage at my apartment right now. So I don't really have raccoons that I know. But in the past I've had raccoons that I've been like, this guy's coming, like he's back. Like that's the baby. That's the dad. I've like had like in different places, not this place, like raccoons will just come and like look through the window yeah, and then leave mm -hmm. and then come back with more raccoons, look to, through the window to, like, see, to be like, see, look like, at hey, her. Check this out. Like, isn't that crazy? Yeah, like, like, that's really smart. Like, that's really wild. I think there's something about, like, in my core, I really feel like I am a, like, true, like, Toronto trash girl. I love that. And so I feel like my familiar would be a little Toronto trash panda. 
I love that. And it I feel like it'd be the best to do my bidding in the city. Well, they're I so dexterous too. Like yes. they can really get they shit can really done use in their the way hands. that like a cat can't. Like, yeah, they got they can like open stuff. It's crazy. That's the like watching why a raccoon like use their hands is, is crazy. Wild. Well, because that's why all of our trash cans have like a fucking brain teaser puzzle on the front <laughs> to get them open. Like, and I, so I a human being, am like struggling to yeah, open it. Really? Because you're like trying to like line something up and then pull it in a weird way. It's like opening a pill bottle. And the raccoons and you're like, still what? do it. They you're, still and they do it better do than it. us. Yeah, because they've got little dexterous tiny hands. I love that. It's crazy. My other answer will. I do. I did grow up obsessed with hedgehogs, famously, and I've always oh, hedgehogs hedgehog. is was, an awesome so familiar. Um, or a snail. Imagine oh, I'm just talking to someone like a snail that. is like sliming its way around my neck or Someone something. just like, oh, you got something on you. No, no, no. He's my best friend. <laughs> He's my, is, that's my soul. That's my that's familiar. my soul in that snail. Do not crush my soul. Ugh. So Ooh, that's. Break my soul. We, so great. Renaissance. <laughs> Renaissance. Featuring Michelangelo. Featuring Michelangelo. Should we wrap up there? Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Oh my God, thank you so much for listening. To Girl Historians. Um, again, send us an email at truthtanic at gmail.com or girlhistorians at gmail.com. We check them both. Yeah. Subscribe to the Patreon for some fun bonus content to help us keep making episodes. Yeah. And um, have an amazing day. Take, Take care beautiful. of yourself. Stay Take beautiful. Take care of yourselves. And don't, if someone gives you an energy drink called Witch's Brew. Just and it says don't that do 106% of your daily vitamin B12, don't drink it. I know. But the B12 is working its way through me. I feel I pretty feel good. Away. I feel, I feel like. such a vocalist, Blair. Thank you. I'm my vocalist. Bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.